guys, welcome to Mad Personal Episode 1. I'm your host, Reaper, with my guest, Jasmine, my girlfriend, current girlfriend. Yeah. Hi. Mm-hmm. So, Thanks, this is, <laughs> so, this is going to be a podcast about our story, kind of. Definitely. Beginning. Beginning. Mm-hmm. You said beginning. I wonder how you feel about that. What at the beginning? Mm-hmm. Uh, my I think my beginning's different than your beginning. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You know my beginning? Yeah. Uh, let me think. It's definitely I don't remember which class it was. It might have been Mr. O'Call's class. Did you have Mr. O'Call? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. Guys. You don't remember? <laughs> <laughs> I remember. So classes. I remember it was in high school. I, I I still can't remember what grade it was, and that bothers me. I, I don't know if it was tenth grade or eleventh grade. It's my junior year. You sure? Yep. Okay. <laughs> so all I remember is we were sitting in class, and it was dark outside. It was like it was like it was pretty dark. like it was, I don't remember if it was cloudy or not. But I remember we all came in, you know, I saw everybody from the previous year, like, you know, Lamar and everybody. And then I remember you came in and you were talking with another girl and I think Vanya. I can't remember though, but I remember I kept staring at you and I don't think you noticed me staring. No, I never noticed. No? (laughs) (laughs) And then every single time I saw you, I just wave at you because I didn't want to talk to you that much because I was shy as hell. Yeah, that's what I remember. That's what you... <laughs> you remember that part. What, what was remember your first your memory? Smile. What was your first memory? I just remember your smile. I was hearing you laugh. You're like, I don't remember high school that much. It's a, it was an experience. <laughs> Honestly, all I remember is you in the hallways. Me in the hallways? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. You in the hallways. We didn't really have that many, like... It was just like one big corridor section though at March. I know, that's why. That's what you remember? Yeah, you hanging out with your homies. The homies. Little friends. Little friends. <laughs> the yeah, homies? The homies. But I remember I would I would always stare at you. And I was like, oh, she's cute. She's pretty. <laughs> but I would never really talk to you. I do remember you inviting me to your house. That's one thing I do remember. Oh yeah, to play rock band. We played rock band. It was a good time though. Yeah. It was definitely cool. The whole plan kind of got messed up because everybody ditched us. But it was just us. I can't remember what you played, though. I know I definitely tried to play drums because I'm always playing drums. I thought it was funny that it actually ended up like that. Because I wasn't... I wasn't... Uh, what's it called? Uh, how do I say it? I didn't feel scared to go on with the plan and just go over to your house. Let's just say that. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As long as you were comfortable. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, from there, you know, we had our we had our relationships in high school and beyond that. And then after high school, we kind of, because you moved after that year. I went back to Martin Valley High School. Ugh. And then, uh, <laughs> and then. I did uh, my plan. I went to March and I left. And then we would talk <laughs> like every six months. I'd randomly message you or you'd say something. And then 
between that, we didn't really talk at all. Nope. Nope. And then you just That's disappeared. That's on my part. <laughs> yeah, you, dis- you completely disappeared <laughs> off the radar. I can't remember if it was Facebook. I think you deleted your Facebook. Or you, I deleted my Facebook. You deleted your Facebook. Point. Yeah. And then I would hear from you randomly. I think you'd either get back on Facebook or I still had your old number. And then we talk for a little bit and then you just disappear again. <laughs> You're like a ghost. That's one thing I noticed. I'm very good at ghosting. Yeah. And not just ghosting, like just one person. Don't in general. I'll fight you. I'll fight the hell out of you. I mean, ghosting the world. <laughs> I'm good at ghosting the world. And then um, <laughs> it was maybe like a year ago when I messaged you and we, we had a whole conversation for like a week and then you disappeared again. <laughs> and I was asking you like how Hawaii was and different things like that. And then you were like, yeah, I'm planning to come back out. And I was like, yeah, we should hang out when you come back out. And then you just never messaged me back. <laughs> I don't remember it like that. You don't remember it like that? No. You'd like, you lead me on red all the time. I don't remember it like Uh-huh. That. Uh-huh. <laughs> you lead me on red all the time. And then, uh, about a, what was it, a month ago? It was like the 1st of October, the end of September. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, you're back in California." Like, I had no, I had no clue you were back in California. I mean, I saw your pictures and your videos and stuff of you taking with the kids, but I thought you were just visiting. Yeah. But I was like, "When she comes out here, I'm gonna kidnap her and we're gonna hang out." And then you finally came back out here. And he sent me that exact message: "I'm gonna kidnap you." <laughs> 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 and it was at that time I was going through, you know, my issues, my my last relationship and then uh you know i messaged you and uh did i message or did you message me i messaged you you uh-huh uh-huh (laughs) (laughs) and then we 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 ended up going to see a movie we went to go watch hustlers yes hustlers yes which i had no idea was a stripper movie at all which is i thought it was i thought it was a i thought it was a heist movie like a Robbery but movie. do you see like what I mean by like how comfortable I was with you as a friend? Like, <laughs> like I just I don't know. Honestly, I thought about it afterwards, and I'm like, yeah, it's probably not the best movie to go and like watch. I said with that. someone. What's funny it's... is I said that, and then you were like, I was like, is it? I felt like that was a boyfriend girlfriend movie. You were like, so was that the wrong movie for us? Like you're throwing out hints, and my dumb ass is sitting there like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely for the first movie of friends hanging out after a long time of not seeing each other. A stripper movie. Yeah. But that's just who I am. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm very comfortable. I don't know. I feel like if you're not if you're not com- if you're not feeling comfortable then yeah, it's not the right thing. Yeah, and then um I think it was a little while after that we started talking more. And then you were still throwing out hints and I was still stupid. You know, actually, I actually looked that up because I was looking through my charts. You know what I mean by charts. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it was a matter of five days. Was it five days? <laughs> From the time we went to go watch the movie to when you finally asked me out. It was five days? It was five days. Well, we connected well. 
And then our first date was Buffalo Wild Wings, because you said you like wings, so I took you out. Yes, I love wings. Mm-hmm. wings. And then we sat there at the bar, just talking. And then I realized that every every time we talk, it would be for hours, and we would just talk about life. Mm-hmm. And I really connected with you. And I thought that that was different, because I've, I've never had a full-on like conversation with my exes, because I think with my other exes it was different, because... They were so into, like, makeup and, you know, YouTube. That That's, like, the whole conversations we would have was just, like, makeup and YouTube. And I'm, like, I'm not really into makeup. I'm into video games and stuff. But then you connected with me differently. Because you connected with me more, like, mentally and spiritually, I guess. Is that a good way to say it? I think that's the only way I could say it for myself. Yeah? <laughs> I was able to open up to you and just, I guess the way I could say it is I was able to be completely 100. Be completely 100. That's the best way for me to say it. I think that's the best way to explain it. <laughs> I didn't feel scared showing my true self. And the whole time after that, we had just conversations about life mm-hmm. and just talking. And that's what we still do. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) So what would you say, besides Rock Band, you know, us being together now, what would you say is your best memory right now so far being with me? So far? Yeah. Our bike ride. Oh, yeah, our bike ride. Our bike journey. (laughs) Yeah. So So much that I want to do it again. So we had this crazy bike ride. It wasn't really crazy, but... Uh, the weird thing is, we were planning a bike ride because she likes to ride her bike. She has a little beach cruiser with some gears on it. Yeah, your Margaritaville. It's like a, it's like legit like a, a bar, a bar bike. on a beach cruiser. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like a, like a bottle opener, a, a beer holder, like a bunch of stuff. And then um, I have my BMX bike. So me keeping up with her is a pain in the ass because she just switched gears. Best. <laughs> that hill was the best. And then we went on a bike ride through Paris, you know, through my neighborhood. And when we ended up leaving my house, we went, I was trying to take her to every park in my part of the city, which was my plan. And then we'd end with us going to a, hill. a big field or a hill. I wanted to go to a big field and just, I had a blanket in my backpack and we were, I was going to lay out the blanket. We could just relax for a little bit and then get back to it. But then we ended up finding this random section of Paris I never on knew existed. Way. Right. Dude. On the way to the other park. It was a random hill. It and was the best. The hill was a like a little slope. Like, like a roller turns. coaster. Yeah, it was like a roller coaster <laughs> for bikes. And we had to go down this little sectional where... If you messed up, like, even a little bit, you'd basically get knocked off your bike. I'm going to learn how to drift on that thing. <laughs> so we go down this little hill, and we have so much fun doing it that we we completely turn back. I do it again. And we, we do it again. <laughs> and then we found out the little sectional was just this entire section of Paris I never knew about. It's like a little park with bike trails. So I would we go, say it's a bike trail, right? Between I mean, the houses? It, it looks like a bike trail. I would say it's a bike trail. So when we go down the bike trail, we get to the other side. 
we realize across the street that it continues. So we ride through there, and then we end up at the park that we're supposed to go to anyway. Yep. So it completely worked out, even though we could have just ended up in the middle of nowhere, honestly. And then we get to the park, and we saw some weird things in the sky. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we get to the park, and there's these lights in the sky, and they keep moving. And I'm sitting here the whole time being paranoid. I'm like, drone. are they drones? I still think it was a drone. Like, I was staring at the star. And then the star moved to the left, and I moved to the right. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I'm just, like, freaking out. And she's like, it's okay. It's okay, babe. And I'm just like, no, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) So we see one star moving. And then we look to the side, and there's another one. And it looks like it's just, like, three or four drones in formation just flying with each other. And that was the weirdest thing. I thought that was the weirdest thing. Yeah, the best um, thing? What? Yeah. Oh, look, somebody's going to be watching this and be like, oh my God, they're so geely, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but no, and then, um, you know, we continue our bike ride. We end up back home and then we're just chilling and relaxing like always. You know, when it comes to music, we vibe music. When it comes to conversation, we vibe in conversation. You know, we both like to work out. You're going to help me with my workouts. Yeah, I'm going to help you with your workouts. <laughs> I get back on track, man. She, she kills it more in the gym than I do, but her workout game is weak. Just kidding, man. Hey, hey, I get there. <laughs> <laughs> All I need to do is do it now. <laughs> yeah. So I've been showing her workouts from, you know, martial arts. And she says they've been helping, so. They have. Yeah. I still feel your ab workout. And, uh, you know, more serious side of things, you know, it's been a hard week for for me <laughs> but you've been so supportive because uh currently right now i i am a, a jobless uh negro i guess you could no, say <laughs> not anymore well not anymore because i got i sold my soul to amazon or fedex which was all trying to figure it out but yeah. you know you know but you're not jobless yeah but you've been you've been really supportive and i appreciate that because you know i struggle you know, on my side of things, my depression, my anxiety, it kicks my ass, but it goes on. But you've been helping me a lot, and I appreciate you. Babe, you've been the same for me. I know. But we just have to go back and forth, stick with that, communicate. Communication is key. Communication understanding. <laughs> you already know I'm going through things myself. Yeah. But it's more so a mental struggle for me. Yeah. And it's important to, to have somebody to open up to. Because you have to have somebody to open up to. And I appreciate you for being here. Because if it wasn't you, then I'd have my cat. You know, stupid Nero. <laughs> She's not in the window anymore. She was watching us before. We're in the car right now. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I just wanted to thank you for that. I appreciate you. I probably don't say that enough. But thank you. Thank you, babe so let me think what would my most memorable moment right now with you be uh, I mean there's a lot but I, I'm always going to appreciate that sunset we went to go watch the first one yeah the first one because the one we actually made it for 
<laughs> the rest of them we haven't really. You know, I was I trying mean, to see the sunset on our bike ride. Yeah. That didn't happen. We kind of did, because we were at the top of the hill. I was able to turn around and take a picture. Oh, that's right. Well, it was still, it was like almost down though, wasn't it? Yeah, but it was, it was still sunny. Yeah. You can still see the colors under that. Yeah. Because you know, Hawaii girl over here. Yeah, tell a few stories about that, maybe. There's nothing the same in Cali, like in Hawaii, that's for sure. Yeah, you got a Hawaii girl here. Even though I was born in Hawaii, she got to experience Hawaii, because I don't remember (laughs) Hawaii when I was in Hawaii. I'm happy to say that I'm local enough to where I knew places the locals didn't know. Yeah? That's how happy I am about Hawaii. But it's only because I found my habitat out there. I'm trying to find it out here now. Well, what would, uh... (laughs) In Hawaii... What would you say, you know, to California beaches, to Hawaii beaches, what would you say is the biggest difference? The fact that you can actually see your feet. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Can you not see your feet in California? No. When you get into California water, it's like the dingiest, nastiest, ugliest water in the world. You could smell it You're before you some even. Californians in you here. could smell the ocean <laughs> even before you get into the ocean. I'm sorry, the ocean should not smell like fish. It should not. <laughs> Were you out here when all that fungus grew on the beach and it was smelling like fact, cheese all the way out here? The fact that even that happened is there's a problem. Look, somebody in Mobile is gonna be listening to this. Gonna be like, oh my god, I do remember that. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that even happened is a problem. I mean. I was able to go out into the middle of the ocean and see smiles under me. Uh, the first thing I ever did in Hawaii, actually, was I went to the middle of the ocean on a boat mm-hmm. and snorkeled. I mean, in the middle of the ocean. I was in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was the scariest experience of my life, only because I was so gung-ho. Like, yeah, I got this group on. Got in the boat got my fins on right then they tell me i have to jump and the first thing i thought was i'm in the middle of the ocean this is where (laughs) sharks live (laughs) yeah but i jumped only because i paid for it (laughs) (laughs) well you were skydiving too yeah and again i jumped because you paid for it no actually that time it was a gift but okay (laughs) (laughs) but you know i did it (laughs) yeah because, you know, you only get so many times to do something and everything needs to try once. Right. I could say that I went into the middle of the ocean and went snorkeling. That's pretty cool. I'm scared of water. I ain't going over there. Uh-uh. I still want to go shark shark. I always feel like diving. I'm just going to be in the, the middle of the ocean and some shark's going to be like, ooh, fresh black guy. And he's just going to, you know, swoop up and get my legs or something. So, you know. We ain't go scuba diving. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> Switch it from that, uh, you know, uh, we've been together a month, but it's been a, it's been a really Shoot. crazy month. It's, it has been a month. It has been a month, but it doesn't feel like a month. A month of two days. But the craziest thing is, in high school, we both kind of liked each other, <laughs> but we never talked. Isn't that the I wasn't able to like you. I know. I wasn't able to like either. Because <laughs> it wasn't until after high school I was out of my on and off again relationship. And it was... It wasn't hard. But I just kind of shut myself off after that. Like I was saying, uh, I took a year for myself 
I, I quit video games, actually. I quit, uh, well, at the time it was Xbox 360. I quit Xbox 360. I sold my 360 on my games. Uh, I had a PS3 in a box. I never opened. So my PS3 was legit sitting, like, two months, like, never opened in a box because I like my 360 that much. So one day I just got the, the, the urge to just sell my Xbox 360 and I ended up selling it. And then, uh, I just kind of disconnected myself from everybody. Like, I wasn't talking to anybody. I wasn't, you know, all my friends, they were still on 360. I didn't want to say much or, you know, hang out. I, re- I like, I like, legit became a hermit. <laughs> After you sold it? Yeah, I started wearing, like, wife beaters and baggy button-up, sh- like, grandpa shirts. <laughs> I started wearing slippers and shorts. Like, I look like a hermit. And then, uh, like I was saying, uh, my friend Kenny and Ronnie, they, they came through and they were like, hey, it's been a while, how you been? I've been like, oh man, I, you know, I've been all right. And then they, they kidnapped me that day and we went shopping at the mall to get clothes. And then later that day we went to the club. <laughs> so Aww. it was kind of like a wake up for me, like, oh shit, friends, people. <laughs> so it was pretty cool. But yeah. Miss disappear yeah. on and off again. I can say I have a couple friends like that. Yeah. And they're my only friends. Oh, but yeah. you know, that's because not many people can be friends. <laughs> but yeah. Definitely. You know, you keep those friends that stay close to you. Mm-hmm. Ronnie's okay. Ronnie's the the constant. I think it's always just me and him. Like we we cycle through friends a lot. Like the people we hung out in high school, they eventually dropped off. But it was always kind of like me and Ronnie. That's something that you know I always knew was gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah, because I never really. I don't know. I'm still the same way. I I have a lot of acquaintances. I don't have friends. Really? You know, I'm very good at um, splitting my persona, I guess you could say. I'm one person at one place and I'm another person somewhere else. Mm-hmm. School and work, that's kind of the one that stays the same. I act like one person at school and work. And usually it's this really fun, bubbly, happy, really go happy, lucky person. And then you see me out of that place and I'm just a fucking stoner, hippie. <laughs> that's, that's okay that's you, who i am because you know my personality at home i know i'm using my personality at home right mm-hmm. it's quiet yeah complete opposite of high school right yeah <laughs> you're really loud yeah in high school i was very loud i had to be one of the loudest people on the campus but that's why i mean like i always remember just seeing you smile and laugh oh yeah you know gotta gotta enjoy life as you know it was easy enjoying life in high school because I didn't want to do anything. Because I was a slacker. You know, it's probably well, the, one, slacker the one thing that still attracts me to you, right? What? Your smile and your laugh. Oh, yeah? If I didn't have these, what would I be then? <laughs> it definitely wouldn't be my marriage. Oh, well. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see how it is. All right. <laughs> 
But yeah, it was, uh, cause you know, I'd, I'd always be in trouble in school cause you had a few classes with me, you know, right? I was kind of loud. Yeah. I slept a lot in class, but it was the weirdest thing is, you know, I was slacking off so much, but I still pulled the grades. So I think that the, the teachers kind of caught on to that. I think I'm pretty for sure, though, like, me being at March, I never really was able to um, get to know anyone there. Really? I was you, so you, you focused on studies that I really didn't... You were like, just trying to get out of there so bad, huh? I got packet after packet after packet after packet. Once I heard there was packets, <laughs> I grabbed them, and I did them, mm-hmm. and I got the fuck out of there. <laughs> <laughs> But I got I got so many so many fucking what are they called units credits whatever the fuck they're called yeah credits um I got so many of those that it got to the point where my senior year at Mar- uh, March at Moval I was just doing electives and I was out of school by twelve every single day. Did you? Because you know our our senior year was eight classes. How many classes did you have to take for our senior year? Three and then an ROP. And the ROP was a, a work study. Oh, so, so you, you're lucky you got out. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got out. I was they, like, I'm as done. As soon as they said... Uh... But see, what you guys were doing your senior year, I did my junior year pretty much. Oh, okay. I I was doing it all on my own. Like, I asked them for it. Right. Because I wanted out. <laughs> and I was so far behind my... The only reason I went to March was because my sophomore year, I went into a really bad thing because before I went to March I was an avid so right. I was actually one of those honor student type of people like high grades all that shit and sophomore year I went from having A's and B's to having C's and D's and F's um right. only because I was never in school I kept ditching I kept leaving <sighs> I kept I just it wasn't even like I was going with anyone I was just my stepdad passed away and it was like after that it kind of just like everything was different and it was just getting back on track but then when i went to march i got a really big um did i tell you why i went to march i don't know if i did no Um, i don't think so um it was a, a really big uh choice it was either Go to the continuation school, get your shit together, or go to boarding school oh, and have okay. to get your shit together in boarding school. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Me and my sister actually talked about this recently. Um, like, we're that era where if you fucked up in school, it was like you get out of the house. Right. <laughs> like, it's not, no, oh, you fucked up. It's okay. Like, no. You fuck up. You're going to military school. You're going to boarding school. You're going to... Uh, yeah. <laughs> like... I got that same stuff. Same stuff. <laughs> I almost went to military school. I, I wasn't... My mom even took me to Arkansas to show me the boarding school I was oh, going to go to. Like, wow. she was serious. I have no idea that happened. <laughs> did you guys drive or did you fly? She flew me over to Arkansas and showed me the boarding school, showed me the family that I would live with on the days that I would have, like, vacations because I wouldn't come home. Like, right. I would have to stay there. Right. And she said, if anything, she would come visit me there. Oh. And I'm like, She's like, here fuck? you go. This is your future. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? She was showing me dorms. She was showing me, like, I was, yeah. After that trip, we came back home, and I told her, I'm like, Mom, 
sign me up for March. I will get my shit together. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and I will go back to, to Mobile and graduate at that high school. And I did. I followed what I followed through. And I did what I did. story is completely different to mine. <laughs> I was in a, you know, I failed third grade and sixth grade. Mm-hmm. I failed uh, I failed third in Riverside and I failed six in at Vista Heights. That's the name of the middle school, right? Yeah. Yeah, Vista Heights. I failed six because I was just too much of a class clown. I mess around too much. So when I went to sixth grade at Badger Springs, I was still kind of dragging by. I think you had to get like a 2.0 in Badger Springs to go to the next grade. Yeah. Was it 2.0 or like a 1.8? something like that no, it's probably 2.0. so I, I barely pulled through at the 2.1 and i was still just messing around goofing around and then seventh grade came along and they were like yeah we know you're two grades behind we want to get you in this program like uh you're gonna be going to march and as long as you get like a 3.5 or something gpa will get you into the program and it was like really late notice like i had like three months before i was supposed to go to eighth grade and I think I was at like a 2.2.1 or 2.2 GPA. And then I was just kind of like, yeah, all right. And everything like on that day turned around. Like my grades went up to A's and B's. My test scores went up from like 60%, 70% to like 90s. Why do you think you did that? I always knew I was able to do school. I just felt like I was too good for school. If that makes sense. Like... When we when we would get books in school, instead you knew of just you could be there, in college already in middle school, pretty much something like that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so when we would get the books, I would actually read ahead, and I would actually do the work before. Assignment that yeah, you could just do. <laughs> so by the time they were already in, like you know, chapter two, week three, whatever, I was already reading ahead to chapter seven, and I just felt like I didn't need to be there. So once they said that, I I really kind of excelled because I didn't want to be there anymore. So I I ended up graduating from middle school in seventh grade, but I didn't get my diploma for graduating middle school. But who looks at that, really? I mean, higher end jobs probably, but the colleges and stuff right here, they don't. Honestly, (laughs) I mean, like, yeah, no one really looks into your middle school shit, you know, but like. To me, it was a big thing, just because that was, like, when I received my, it's going to be cheesy, too, but I received my personal Bible with my name on it and everything. Mm-hmm. But I went, well, you, I, I know I told you, um, I actually got transferred out of Badger Springs because of all the sexual harassment shit that was going on over there. Mm-hmm. And I went to a Christian school. So, yeah, that's definitely... Why I I really, I don't know, 8th grade was a big deal for me. Although I was in a class that had 6th, 7th, and 8th graders. I was in a a school that only had three classrooms. Really? Yeah. That's weird. So I left Badger Springs because of all that bullshit. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But then um, I went to... I mean, if you want to tell that story, you can always just tell that story. Fucking Badger Springs has always been bad, man. Oh, I knew. I was a part of the problem, remember? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, I didn't sexually harass any girls, but, you know, the fights. I'd be part of the fights. But see, it was even, like, the guys thought it was a game. 
Like I it, remember that. Like, it was just a fucking game to them. And it was annoying because it started when I started fucking Badger Springs in sixth grade. Right. And it took eighth grade for me to finally say, like, this is bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be dealing with this anymore. I forgot what... Oh, it was the incident in the classroom when a teacher got mad at me because I was being disruptive because someone just grabbed my ass. Like, that was the point where I finally started telling shit to my mom and telling her what was going on. Mm Because at first, I wasn't telling her. I was just kind of letting it be as whatever the teachers or whatever the principal or whatever people around the freaking campus said kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then, finally then, I was like, nah. Fuck that shit. (laughs) And I told my mom. And my mom came over and said, you're trying to suspend? Oh, no. That was the other incident when I was in the cafeteria line. (laughs) Right. That's the one I knew about. I didn't know about the classroom thing. That was That was the beginning of it. Okay. That was because at one point um, I turned around and I I got really loud in the classroom. And I think I got detention that time. And that's why I told my mom. Yeah, I told my mom why I got detention. Right. And then the next time around, it turned into I was in the cafeteria line getting food. Someone again grabbed my ass. And I turned around and literally peeled a block off of a dude that was standing kind of she behind. Peeled, guys, look, she, she peeled the block. <laughs> and then the guy just looked at me like, what the fuck? I wasn't even the one that did it. <laughs> but... At that point in the time, I was just pissed, and I started yelling at him, telling him shit. But I knew, like, after the fact, like, when the the fury was gone, I noticed that, yeah, it wasn't him. It was a person that was standing right behind him, which, you know, middle school, that's the usual thing. People right. are fucking stupid that do shit like that. <laughs> but it took, um, it took my mom having up to come up to school saying, you're really going to suspend my daughter because of her doing this to a guy that harassed her pretty much right and i didn't get suspended in the end no i did get suspended in yeah the you end. did get suspended. i did get suspended in the end but they also got suspended and from there she saw that nothing was going to happen so um she took me out and put me into a different school that's probably the best thing though and that's probably one of those things where I could say, like, you know, mom always knows best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, she really didn't know best in that one. But she did put me into a school where there was only three classrooms for K through eighth grade. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> and the way it broke up, it, it like, if you think about it, you know, it wasn't too bad. But, like, in all reality, it probably shouldn't have been like that. So it was, like, one classroom was K through second. Right. Second classroom was third through fifth. And then the third classroom was sixth through eighth. And I was already an eighth grader. They're starting sixth through eighth. Just by knowing that, sixth graders, seventh graders, and eighth graders do not learn the same shit. (laughs) They don't. They're on totally different pages. So... They had us, like, in the middle of both, learning sixth grade basics, but going into eighth grade stuff. So, it was mainly just the sixth graders and the seventh graders that kind of got the benefits of it, right? Pretty much. Like, we had basics a lot. 
but it was like because of the basics I think I excelled even more when I went back to regular school again because then after that I went back to Mortimer Valley High School yeah because I couldn't afford going to La Sierra Academy oh fuck that shit that was shit that shit was expensive oh was it how much was it it's like two thousand something each semester excuse me each semester excuse me not not the year (laughs) the semester did you just say two with three zeros yeah two thousand something each semester so it's about four thousand a year and that was when i was going to school back then i don't know how much it is now um but yeah freaking christian schools are expensive oh my god (laughs) I want to say it was 2,000-something for me going just for 8th grade. Right. Just that year. And, yeah. And it wasn't even the full year that I was in that school. Like, it was... Just a semester? No, it was just that time that I was there. They... they was it called prorate? Pro, whatever? Uh, they, like, took off time of, like, when I wasn't there. Like, uh-huh. they took off the price. Yeah. Um, And then just kind of, like, put it where... How many days I had left, I guess. Oh my gosh. But yeah. I don't know. I definitely could say those are experiences that helped me. Mm-hmm. So going back, uh, not to make you feel bad or anything, but going back, you did say that your your stepdad had, I didn't know your stepdad passed away. Yeah. My stepdad passed away. I mean, I knew he passed away. I didn't know he passed away recently. Not recent, but you know, like so late in high school early in high school it was my sophomore year yeah i didn't know he passed away when you were in 10th grade yeah i thought he passed away after the way the way you kind of talk it makes it sound like he passed away when you know you were planning on going to college like after high school oh i talked to i talk about him like he's still alive yeah (laughs) because to me he still is yeah i thought it was recent Mm. my stepdad's still alive in my heart and it's just because he's he's one of those people that you know I met him when I was 10. Yeah, I was 10. 10, 11. Oh, so he was in your life for about six, five or six years, right? Before he died. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But he is the one that pretty much put my life back on track because my mom was not in a good place. But I think that's why after he passed away my sophomore year, it hit me really hard because he was the one that helped all of us right and it wasn't like much changed like we still had a lot and everything but it wasn't like he was around anymore he was definitely that little bit of sunshine that we needed oh that's understandable though yeah did you know about you know my situation uh wasn't it wasn't soft it wasn't a I did have a friend pass away in high school, but, you know, my brother, the whole situation with him two years ago, uh, for the listeners who don't know, <laughs> uh, I was out with, a somebody I would consider my brother, known him since I was about 12 years old and we ended up getting shot at and he actually got hit. He took two bullets and at the time he was already sick. So he survived getting shot, but just over time, you know, surgeries and retreatments and stuff like that that just wore him out so when it came down time to to do his surgery to get the rest of the shrapnel off his body he, he didn't make it so that changed me a lot uh 
I mean, realistically, that was when I started drinking a lot. <laughs> that was when I first started drinking a lot. And that's also when I started uh, vaping. I, was, I wasn't I was doing uh, nicotine at the time. I was actually doing 0%, but the feeling of it calmed me down, and then I switched to 3%. Well, they say that the reason why a lot of people smoke, it's not necessarily because they're smoking. It's just because of the fact that they're holding their breath, and it's kind of like a mantra. You have to breathe in and breathe out. Mm -hmm. And because of that, it's a stress relief because you're breathing in and you're breathing out. Which I don't know how much that really is true, but you know what? (laughs) I'm a stoner myself, so maybe that is true. Yeah, but for me, I think it was the... It's not just the feeling of it. I think it's just the smoke. Something about the smoke just calms me down. You just like smelling good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love dying a little when I'm, you know, hitting the hitting the, the mango. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, that was a that was a change in my life because that's when I started drinking like really bad. Like, like I was telling you the the first time I got drunk, I finished one of those. Uh, I never remember what the wine's called. The Carlo, whatever. I don't know. You don't know? It's the no. it's the wine jugs with the the white guy on the front. <laughs> Carlo you, something. Wait, are you talking about the gallon ones? Oh, Carlo Rezzi. Re- are you talking Rezzi? about? Are you talking about the ones with the handle? Yeah, the one with the handle. Oh my goodness! I oh finished my. one of those by myself. Those are night. the most disgusting. It is the most nasty, disgusting. It is the nastiest one. The only reason why I say that is because my my little sister uh-huh. her mom and her dad used to go through like three or four of those in a day mm-hmm. and i just remember the smell of that i had the nastiest <laughs> hangover the next day that was the first time i got drunk and that was the first time i had a hangover and it that was just is, the worst feeling it is the most nastiest wines you can get so i ended up <laughs> look soft stories right here hold up <laughs> So the the worst part was I ended up uh, drinking it, and at the time my brother died, it was just back to back. Like the year before that, my aunt passed away the same day. Really. The same day they they he passed away exactly a year after she did, and uh, the day before that my five year relationship ended, and it got confirmed on the day he died, that our relationship was over. What do you mean by that? We broke up the night before. But she officially told me the same day he died. The next day, she confirmed it, saying that we're we're done. Oh, I get you. Yeah. So it was like, it was like boom, 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 like back to back. Like the day she confirmed it, I already knew he was dead. Like we didn't, get, we weren't told. You just felt it. It was yeah, because his brother was at the hospital. We were, everybody was texting his brother. He was he was updating us like regularly, but then he just stopped. So he felt it. Yeah. You know that's actually one thing that I can say. Maybe that's why it hit me so hard when in some, my sophomore year, when he passed away. Um, I still remember that damn day. I was walking home. And my sister, my mom, and everyone, they were already at the hospital because he already been transported. He already been, you know, he's already there. He wasn't, he, at that moment, he wasn't living with us anymore. He was living in a nursing home because he needed a lot more care right. than what we could have helped him with. Because mm-hmm. he was already at the point where he needed help, like, getting out of bed to use the restroom kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he was 75 years old when he passed away, so it wasn't like he was super young, but, you know, I feel like he could have lasted more. Right. That's just, in my heart, I wanted his last word. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say that. Uh, but, like, the... Actually, Mrs. Greaves actually knows this whole story because I actually wrote it for her. Oh, she knows part of my story, too, because I wrote it in one of the essays. I wrote it for her. Right. And it was one of those things she was just like, you put that to the point where I felt it. And it was just the only way I could describe it. I was walking home. Mm -hmm. My sister comes over and she doesn't say a word. Just looks at me and says, Jazzy. I'm with, at that time, it was my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just, like, say bye. I, I... I don't even like <laughs> Is it like a denial thing? It was I I just kinda I was like, Okay, bye and told him bye, jumped in the car and we left. Like, oh, it got was, you. I like, thought you met her. No no no. She just she just said jazzy and I just I said bye, jumped in the car and we left. And it was one of those moments where it was like we were just racing over to the, the place because I already knew. Like it was in her eyes. I already knew what was going on. Because we already know that he's he's been in the nursing home for a while by this time. So we've already known a little bit. We get to the hospital and the doors open. And it was like that one second. I don't think I ever really noticed it until then. But that one second when those doors open and you feel that air just push on you. Mm-hmm. It felt like it was just letting me know that I still have a few seconds left. Like, it, that's literally what it felt like. It, it was like, run. <laughs> like, so we literally hit the doors. We ran up the stairs. We didn't even wait for the escalators. Like, the escalator. The, the elevator. Because <laughs> we, we were at the, the Kaiser in uh, Riverside. Mm-hmm. So we just go up the stairs because we already know where it's at because we've been there so many times by this time. We go up the stairs. We get to the floor. And me and her both walk into the room. And it was like, everyone was silent, silent, silent. Me and her both walk into the room. And I swear to you, I've never seen such peace on someone's face. It's it's weird to say that. But like, I saw his glow. And it wasn't like the lights were shining on him. It wasn't like, it was dim in that room. He was glowing. He was at peace. Mm-hmm. And then once we were there for like maybe two minutes, he was gone. It was that quick. And it was one of those moments that I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, I wish I was able to get there sooner. But it was like, I just got off of school. We didn't really know like what was going on. We were just kind of walking home like a normal day, you know, after school. Right. <laughs> but... It was definitely that moment that he let go. It hurt me. Mm-hmm. And it was just, at the same time, like, I'm happy, but I'm sad. I'm mad. <laughs> like, it's just too much emotions in one when something like that happens. That's for yeah. sure. But I am happy that he was part of our lives. I know what you mean. I could say. At least you made it. I, I didn't. I didn't make it. 
I didn't get to go up there. Nope. I didn't get to go in the hospital. I was at work. I think it's even worse when something like that happens like that. I was at work. Because you still have to have your regular day. Right. Well, he went into surgery and they had already told him, like, your chances were low. So there's nothing we could do. So it was either we were there or we weren't. And I had to go to work. You know, they didn't want to let too many people. Because anytime he was allowed to have visitors, a bunch of us would show up. (laughs) So uh, they didn't want so many people doing things. So a big group of our friends actually stood outside the Kaiser. So it was a big group of people just standing outside the Kaiser. So by the time I had gotten there, uh, a few people were crying. A few people were waiting still because we hadn't heard anything. So I went home. And then that was when we got we all got the giant group text. <laughs> the one I actually posted on Instagram. We all got a giant group text saying that he passed away. And I I don't... I don't remember what I was doing. I, I like tuned out so bad for the next few days. I, I got that was like one of the first times I started drinking. I went and bought a bottle of sake, and I ended up finishing the bottle of sake. And then from there, it was moonshine. You always go so fucking hard. <laughs> went straight from sake to moonshine. I don't know how you go so hard. And then moonshine to Patron, then Patron to uh, whiskey. Whiskey to wine, and then I was on wine for like every day. And yeah, then, that's funny. How, when did you start? How old are you? You say that you started doing that. When I started drinking? Yeah. Two years ago. 26. I didn't, I didn't start drinking until I was 26. That's hilarious. I never had a drink at all, except for the, the one time I told you about the, <laughs> the Smirnoff, because I thought it was soda. I think it's funny, man. No, I think it's really funny because I really think about it and I'm like, when it comes down to that, like, you know, everyone's supposed to be drinking at 21. Like, that's when you're supposed to. Yeah, 21's your turn up. Like, you're supposed to turn up on that time. Yeah, but. I did it. (laughs) (laughs) I want to say it was was until like I was 24. Yeah, 24, 25. My my 21st birthday, I, I slept all day. I didn't go out. I didn't do anything. My 21st birthday, I was at a beach. I think I think that's what I did. I don't remember if I went out or not, but what I remember is turning twenty one is people were offering me drinks and I said no and then I just went to sleep. That's what I remember. Yeah, I didn't start drinking until I was twenty six. Yeah, my first drink was a margarita. A margarita? I do oh, remember that. that's cute. I do remember <laughs> that. It was one of those Coronaritas, you know, the ones that got the bottle you could keep filling it up more. Right. Yeah. What's weird though is I do not like the feeling of being drunk. I, I absolutely do not like the feeling of being drunk. And I think that's what deters me from drinking. The dizziness like, or the nauseous? All of it. Like... I don't like feeling like I'm not in control. Like every time I drink, I feel like there's a person like in the back of my head that comes forward and he's just like the funniest, nicest, like loudest person in the room. That's you. And then that's what happens when I, when I drink. <laughs> I just become like this funny, crazy person. And I smile and I make everybody laugh, but 
You don't know, know if that's the real you, Kathy. Realistically, it's like, so I'm drinking because I'm depressed. Like, <laughs> I'm so depressed. Like, I just don't, like, I'm just trying to get rid of it all. But it's, there's just like, it's like drinking just makes me want to be happy for everybody else. And I think that's just like the worst feeling. Because it makes me feel so, like, fake. I hate feeling fake. Yeah. And that's why I like being with you. Oh. Love you, babe. <laughs> Look, somebody's going to be like, oh, here we go with this cheesy shit again. They're like, how dare they? How dare they get so fucking dark and <laughs> throw an I love you. <laughs> but no, that's just, that was reality. That was me every day. I, I go to work. Uh, I drink sometimes before I go to FedEx. I drink after FedEx. And when I get home, I drink and sneak a few drinks. It was just what it was. I'd spend money on drinks. It just became too much. It cost too much. Except for that, the, the reason I switched to Carlo Rossi or whatever the hell that wine is. Because it was cheap. I know it's cheap. You can get like a jug for like... It's like $12. Seven, nah, seven. Oh, I guess Even it's less than that. Seven than or eight dollars. For this huge fucking gallon. <laughs> it was the nastiest shit, but it got me where I was getting to. <laughs> I, just remember, I just remember when my neighbors used to buy that shit. Like, they would have like gallons finished and... The only reason why I think that I have like a a hate relationship with that thing, not a love hate relationship, a hate relationship with that mm-hmm. thing, only because of the fact that I know how my next door neighbor's parents used to act, right? And she would a lot come over, and that's probably why me and her became so close friends. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's sad to say that this is happening. I met her when I was five, like, like. That's the kind of relationship I remember. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember her always coming over, me always having to leave because her mom was going through one of her stages. By stages, you know what I mean? Drinking and shit. Yeah. And, yeah. I I definitely could say I, I'm a really good friend throughout that. But that wine is disgusting. <laughs> I mean... And I hate it. <laughs> I, didn't drink a lot of, I didn't drink a lot of wines and stuff before that, so to me, it tasted amazing. But then when I started drinking, like, you know, going out to the wineries and drinking, like... Once you try some good shit. Yeah. Going out to the wineries, getting, like, a small bottle like this for, like, 50 bucks. You know, that's when I started. And then, you know, Stella Rosa, that's my shit, so... You know, I have to, um, I have to let you try the Volcano Red. Volcano Red. that's actually one, one red wine I could say that I do like. And um, I actually went to the winery out in um, Big Island and tried it mm-hmm. from there. So that's a lot of reason why I say, yeah, I did like that one. Okay, it's a Hawaiian brand. Yeah, it's Volcano. Yeah, Hawaiian. Well, whenever Volcano. I go out there, or if you want to get it shipped or whatever, I want some absinthe. Definitely, sir. <laughs> like, I'm just going to throw that in there. <laughs> you know you can get that stuff here, right? I thought it was illegal in California. I think it's good in Nevada to get the real stuff. Okay, so uh, I guess we're going to have to wrap this one up for now. <laughs> gonna have to end it right there but thank you for coming on to the podcast and supporting my podcast and pushing me to get it done because you know i've been procrastinating <laughs> you need to get this done baby i know well this is Good episode episode one personal podcast uh once again i'm your host reaper uh thank you to my girlfriend jasmine for being amazing thank you for everyone who is listening who's going to listen I appreciate you guys. We're going to head out.
Or wherever. I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> Unmentionables. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So whatever that means. Uh, all right. So enjoy you guys' night, the rest of the night or day, whatever you're listening to this. And uh, stay mad, you guys. <laughs>